When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, finally, it's been a few days. We can talk about full spoilers going into episode three of Kenobi. So today's video, let's discuss why Vader didn't jump over the fire. This for me was my biggest gripe in the episode. I saw this and I'm like, because Vader's been waiting 10 years to find Kenobi. And when he finally does, he lets a few flames of which he had just doused out with the Force a few moments before, now get in the way of getting his prized possession. Everything he's been wanting for the last 10 years. There's actually only been two things. It's to get Kenobi, which he now has, and also to resurrect Padme. That's really all he cares about in life. So when he saw the flames and he was just staring at them, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, okay, well, did they write it so that he's like afraid of flames now? Is he like having some PTSD with fire? And I'm thinking, well, no, his castle is literally on a lava planet, so there's just no way that that's a thing. So I'm like, okay, that's out of the picture, so then what is the issue? And really the only thing I can come to, which is something that you guys commented during the watch party, well, one of two things. He's either disinterested in Kenobi, or he wants Kenobi to really feel pain and to break his spirit completely. Uh, you know, the anticipation of death is worse than death itself. Shout out to Hard to Kill, Steven Seagal, 90s. And I feel like maybe this is Vader's sort of drive at this moment. This is sort of his motive that, okay, well, you know what? I'm going to make Kenobi suffer as much as he can, and not just physically, but mentally as well. So now that he has gotten the upper hand on Kenobi, finally, after 10 years, you know, he dragged him through the fire, which is something he's been wanting to do for a long time. If we go to the comics, he's had visions of him fighting Kenobi on Mustafar and actually force throwing him into the lava. And I've made comics, I made, I've, I've covered the comics on that as well. So you can feel free to find that on my channel if you want. So he's definitely sure that he can break Kenobi physically, but mentally is something that he really wants to do. And I think that for Vader is probably more satisfying than just killing Kenobi. Because if he wanted to kill him, he probably could have snapped his neck right then and there. Or he could have just, you know, thrown his lightsaber with the force right through Kenobi, and that would have been it. He wants more than that. He is sadistic at this point. He wants the ultimate level of revenge. And I feel like maybe, and I'm just coming up with things to kind of help me get over that scene because I, I just don't think that he would be fearful of the fire. You know, this, he could have jumped over it. He could have gone through it. His suit is in pretty much everything except for lightning. You know, space, water, depths of water, pressure, fire, lava. In the comics, he's done all of these things. He's gone into the depths of the Moncala Ocean. He's gone into the depths of Mustafar in the freaking lava itself. And he was okay, he was fine. So some flames aren't gonna really stop him at all. Or he could have just force pushed it like a gust of wind, all the fire would have been doused out just like he had done a few moments earlier before you know Game of Thrones lady came in there and blew up the canister. So I think what he's gonna do is he's gonna let Kenobi go. And once he does, and in this time that he's letting Kenobi go for a little bit, he's gonna keep tracks on him, he's gonna keep tabs on him, he's gonna try to find him, he's gonna know that Kenobi is literally terrified. He's shaking in his boots. He knows he can't beat Vader. He's already freaking ran away the first time he saw him. And now he's just definitely beaten. Not only beaten up, but tormented. So he knows what's coming. He knows that Vader is going to 
absolutely break him. And so I feel there's so many more things Vader can do to Kenobi. I mean, he, he's had 10 years to really think about this and ponder this. So I feel like what he's going to do to break him mentally is not just, you know, make him be fearful of Vader while he's running away or something like that. That's sort of child's play. But to actually hurt Kenobi the way Vader thinks Kenobi hurt him, which is by taking Padme. And I think now he's going to take a lot of Kenobi's friends and find Obi-Wan's friends, maybe surviving Jedi, maybe people who have been helping him in the galaxy. And he's going to put them in front of him and he's going to torment them and he's going to kill them. And I think this is going to break Kenobi in more ways than just being fearful of Vader finding him or, you know, hurting him physically, throwing him in fire or whatever. I think tormenting him mentally is going to be more satisfying for Vader, and I think it's going to be more painful for Kenobi than anything. The thing with the Jedi is that they're very selfless. You know, they always want to help others, and they always want to do good for others as much as they can. So if they have someone in front of them that they know is the reason this is all happening, like what Kenobi did to Anakin. It was his failure as a master, he thinks, that allowed Anakin to turn into Darth Vader. And he is like this failed protege, and the reason the galaxy is the way it is, the reason Kenobi's life is the way it is. So if now people are dying because of Vader's actions, those are actually because of Kenobi. So essentially, anything that happens that Vader does, Kenobi's gonna put that back onto himself and blame himself for it. And it's just gonna hurt him all that much more. So I think this is actually gonna be really interesting. And I don't think this is the last time they fight because it would just go completely against canon. If they do, I mean, I'm gonna rage, man. That's just doesn't make any sense. But also from a writing standpoint, I just can't see them doing that. I, I think this is just supposed to build upon the fact that the next fight will be the real fight. That'll be the real choreography. That'll be the real Kenobi fighting. Or maybe, you know, through that trial and tribulation of that fight, Kenobi will have to find himself. And maybe Qui-Gon will reach out to him at the last moment. And I think something like that would really be triumphant in Kenobi's uh, return, you know? Because the Kenobi he is now is really different than the Kenobi he's going to become in A New Hope. And this is why I'm very hopeful that we'll get another fight. I just don't see this being the last one. I also think we're going to be getting some flashbacks with Anakin in the Clone Wars. I don't see them bringing Hayden Christensen back as much as, you know, they did in the promos and stuff like that. And just not use him, you know, in some sort of like flashback scene or what I'm hoping. Order 66, full beast dark mode Anakin, Sith Lord, Order 66 style, just going ham on Jedi. I want to see the full power of the dark side. You know, the things that he had to do. You know, pretty much everything except for seeing the younglings, you know, on, on the floor there. I don't need to see that. We got the image of that already. So Vader not jumping through the fire, I think, was really just him thinking and not being afraid of the fire because that would be super lame. But him wanting Kenobi to just basically drawing out the tension, you know, giving Kenobi a swift death would be too easy. It would be too merciful. In the words of John Kreese, no mercy. So I think now... Vader is really playing the mind games. And I think he's going above and beyond maybe what Anakin would have thought, which was just, you know, to be physically superior, you know, uh, like what Obi-Wan said to Anakin in episode two, Attack of the Clones, when they were going after Zam Wessel. If you spent as much time practicing your saber techniques as you do your wit, you could rival Master Yoda as a swordsman. And so at this point, I don't think it's really all that physical anymore. Vader is, you know, he's 10 years older and he's had all this time to really think about everything and how he would enact his revenge 
on Kenobi. And I think mind games are the way to go. I think that's how you really hurt him. Get him where it stings. So I'm excited for the next episode. We'll see where episode four goes. We've only got three episodes left. And I think finally, you know, there is no more time for, you know, just being slow or anything like that. Not that the show has been, you know, except for like the, the little chase scenes here or there. But I think now is the time when we're going to see hopefully an equal amount of Vader and Kenobi. And it's going to be pretty developing and it's going to lead to that climax of the story where then, of course, we'll leave him. Uh, on the sands of Tatooine, most likely. And then we'll see him again in Andor, I believe. So that's my theory as to why he didn't jump over the fire or through the fire or go after Kenobi. You know, I've been sitting on this for a while and thinking about it, and I was kind of actually pretty peeved about it because I just didn't think that that was something that Vader would do. I mean, this is the only thing he's wanted. Be much more aggressive during that fight. He would go after Kenobi through the fire. And while there are still some things that I'm questioning regarding the writing, I think that this is probably the best answer I could come up with or the best theory I could come up with just so that I can sleep at night. <laughs> but in all seriousness, I feel like it does make the most sense. You know, I don't think that he would just go through the fire and end Kenobi. I think he wants Kenobi to get away so that he can draw out the tension and draw out the whole uh, drama of it. You know, uh, Kenobi's, Kenobi's got to feel that fear and like, oh, I've just been burned. I, I, I can't move. I can't do anything. He wants to feel Kenobi suffer and uh, the beginning of his torment hasn't even begun so he's going to do everything Kenobi did to him tenfold hundredfold and I think we're just about to see the beginning of it so strap yourselves in I hope you're staying tuned for the next few vids I've got some good theories uh, well at least I think they're good who knows but uh, interesting theories thought-provoking theories about some things going on with the next episode and of course the finale like you know the four five six so, hey, uh, I'm along for the ride with you guys. I'm excited, and uh, I hope this show ends, you know, really well, and it does our boys justice, and I'm really happy to see them again. And I'm really uh, hoping for those flashbacks that we get to see of uh, Hayden and Ewan once again. All right, well, thanks for watching this video. Hope you enjoyed it. Leave a like if you did, and catch you all in the next video. Until next time, remember, Force will be with you always.